excuse me, I play the clarinet. And <laughs> I don't see that's not a punchline. <laughs> see, that's why people finish. don't like you. I- Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I'm your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I get to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. I have been loving this Summer of Mentorship series. Unfortunately, though, it is our last week, week six of the series that we did with Cynthia Yanoff, host of the Mesmerize podcast. We had a good time, and it sounds like y'all have too, but also had some good perspective and wisdom that we snuck in there, a little mentoring. Today's episode, uh, we are answering a listener's question about how to help her daughter reach the next stages, grow in resilience, move through some challenging things. And Cynthia and I share how what can feel like an apparent failure can actually help our children grow in their own resiliency. So, Let's get right to it. This is episode 419. Here we go. So I attempted to distribute chores in a fun way. Okay. And... Does that exist? (laughs) And I set these cups out on the table and inside was a post-it note with the job or post-it note that said no chore. And then I gave them a little Nerf bullet ball. Okay. So it's about not even an inch Mm -hmm. in diameter. Okay. And I hand it to a 17-year-old who's trying to leave the house to go to probably like a baseball game that your son's playing in. I don't even know. Like he was on a time crunch on a Saturday. And he looks at me. He goes, Mom, you know this is going to take a million tries for us to get this ball in one of those cups. (laughs) And I'm like Mm -hmm. getting discouraged. And then one of my son goes, Mom, just because this worked for a family on Twitter doesn't mean it's going to work for us. (laughs) And first of all, I'm not a tweeter. Second of all, it was a family on Instagram. Okay. And so, excuse me. Excuse me, son. <laughs> but totally called out. And so I just took the cups and I just handed them each a cup. And I'm like, look in the cup for a post-it note. That's your job for the That's next week. That's your job. But um, I mean, do you like this to me? If I can look back over the history of mothering, distributing, figuring out jobs and chores, mm-hmm. making sure they're, it's this balance that we're told. Our kids need to contribute. They need to know how to do the laundry and yada, yada, da. But the management of it. Right. Is crazy making. Like the let's say you get this perfectly curated plan totally. yeah. and then it's like sticking with it. It's like that well that was a nice conversation. That was a nice family meeting we just had. Do you well, understand? Yeah. Well the thing is is I'm faster at chores and I'm better at chores. Okay. No offense everybody. <laughs> I mean f- better than my kids, which yeah. is not saying anything cuz they're just heinous when it comes to that. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, I mean I can have you do all your own laundry, but then you're washing jeans with white shirts and I've told you we can't do that. And then it's a whole thing. So I get in that whole thing of like, oh, it's just faster for me to do it. I'm sorry though, but I got to step back for a second, Heather. <laughs> have you done any, like, I'm not, I'm not on TikTok, but I see some of the things come around the videos and reels. Yours was a fail. I'm going to just going to call it a fail. I'm, we're good enough friends. I'm going to say that, that throw the a global the munchkins. Cup. That was who it was. The global munchkins. They okay. just have the happiest family. Have apparently. you? <laughs> At least on video. Yeah. Have you done any other 
of like big things like from TikTok or Reels or whatever, and you've tried it and failed because I just want to share with you. Um, I've so many times, but I yes, mean, please. so many. One of my favorites was I like I think Did I can dance? cook. No, I think oh. I can cook like them, or I can oh. like do. And so I was gonna do a Halloween charcuterie because it was so cute and it looked like a skeleton. Yeah, and um, my kids were like, "What <laughs> on God's green earth is that?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's a skeleton." And so I showed them the picture, like from the a screenshot from the. Video. <laughs> Everyone was like, and then my friends all came over for a Halloween party. Everybody's like, oh gosh, like, what is that? This terrifying. Is, yeah. You worked. You scared them. Right? Right. Yeah. And so I'm going to start my own like channel or something Instagram that's fails, just like, yeah. TikTok fails. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's plenty there's of There's Pinterest those. fails. I know there's Pinterest fails. That's like a whole TV show, maybe. Like, that's totally. And so parenting fails. Parenting <laughs> that, fails. That's why we're here today. No, we're not. That's why we're mentoring you because we have failed. Mm-hmm. Don't do what we've done. But I think. I mean, last night, it was not a good moment when I was making a recipe from Instagram that my 15-year-old loved. He said, this is a hit. This is delicious. Yeah. My 11-year-old barely licked it. I was like, you have to take a bite. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of our thing. We don't force anyone to eat anything, but you got to try. Take a bite. Yeah. You can't just judge it. Don't judge a Mm -hmm. quesadilla by its looks. (laughs) He... Takes a bite and he has the most dramatic gag situation over to the trash can. Mm -hmm. And I mean, okay, granted, some people can't do fruit and meat together, right? It's pineapple and barbecue chicken quesadilla. Delicious. It's like a pizza, basically. It's like a, yeah, I love pineapple. I love pineapple on my pizza. Me too. Yeah, but we're not 11 year olds. No, they don't. And they're so dramatic. I'll tell you what, I tried something too recently and my husband said, as one of my kids was doing that gagging the whole thing mm-hmm. and, and my husband's like she's made worse like see, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know that i felt like that affirmed anything sounds a little backhanded she's made worse but she's uh, made worse yeah no i i been told that friends of my kids their moms are really good cooks oh they oh the kids will say that Listen and to i'm me. like yes I, it do. really set me in a little spiral i canceled my hello fresh i was like okay we're, i'm gonna prove to you that i can cook and then i made Unless HelloFresh is sponsoring made the, today. Then oh, they're didn't. not sponsoring today. Okay. And then I made um, him gag. So apparently <laughs> back I to have Hello a Fresh. lot of, yeah, back to HelloFresh because that is a four out of six for sure win. Like if there's two maybe who won't like it, but it's oh, so hard yeah. to feed like everybody. Every, yeah, someone's no. going to be unhappy. And this is the thing. Usually me. Keeping all of the kids happy. Mm-hmm. Impossible. Well, Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so there's this quote that I can't, it's like, okay. Like, I feel it like it comes from Genesis five. It's three. not, I'm not quoting scripture, <laughs> but I can, I will. There's this quote there's from this Moses. Quote. No, there's a quote from our culture that I completely dislike. And it's, yeah. you've probably heard this. It's you're only as happy as your unhappiest child. You're only as happy as your unhappiest child. It sounds and, totally codependent. Right. Well, like yeah. my happiness is dependent on their happiness. On my kids' happiness. Yeah. And here's the thing. I lived that way for too long, Cynthia. Right? You're not the boss of me. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. You figure out about your kids. Like, listen, I'm figuring out myself too. But yeah. your kids are not all going to be happy all the time. And in fact, in the midst of the unhappiness and learning to do chores and learning to live with other people and all mm. the gritty, gritty stuff is really where they're learning what life is. And yeah. really... That's faith too. Not because our faith just makes us unhappy, but there are hard things in faith that we're going to walk through that we're going to do. And we've got to have the perseverance to say like, listen, what's the bigger picture here? And Mm -hmm. I'm willing to walk through fire a little bit because I know that that's refinement. 
And that got real spiritual real fast. But I mean, deep. It, yeah. I'm, excuse me while I quote Where scripture. Do I, where's the offering plate? Right. I can... Right. But I do think that we, we can't buy into this whole thing that if we're all about our kids' happiness, we get mm. in trouble fast. And so whether it's, it's chores or whatever the things are, let's get comfortable in that, that we're not going to be only as happy as our least happy kid because there's always somebody unhappy. Yeah. And it that is real. I mean, it is still a struggle. Like yeah. this week of final schedules and I'm picking up and dropping off kids and people are unhappy. Like to meet with you today, I had to drop off a kid at Chick-fil-A. That's a pretty good gig. Okay. First of all, I'd never be unhappy with that, especially after your quesadilla pineapple disaster. <laughs> he goes to Chick-fil-A and then he's going to go to his final. He's going to be fine. But there was a little pushback like, oh, you can't take me when I need to be there exactly when I need to be there. No, I'm, I have a life and you know, but I don't, I don't love it. Um, so I can relate to this listener question. I think at the heart of this listener's question is this topic okay. that we're going to talk about. It's true. We can get stuck in the idea that we want our kids to be happy. We ultimately care about their well-being. You want to give them everything they need to grow and thrive now and in the future. That's why I love sharing with you guys Term Life Insurance from Fabric by Gerber Life. They help protect your family so their future is secure, no matter what happens. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Fabric's new lower prices could mean potentially significant savings over other providers. With great quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. Life insurance can have a bad rap for being complicated, but Fabric makes it easy to apply with its seamless digital experience. It's all online and on your schedule. If you need extra support, Fabric's team of licensed insurance agents can answer questions along the way because it takes less than 10 minutes to apply. You can see your quote, personalize your quote to fit your family's needs, and you could be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Fabric has partnered with Gerber Life, trusted by millions of families like yours for over 50 years. They also have over 1,600 five-star reviews on TrustPilot.com. Fabric has a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time. Fabric was specifically designed to give parents like you affordable term life insurance. They also have wills, access to college savings funds, which, y'all, that's right on my horizon, and more, all in an easy online experience. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Get your personalized quote in seconds at meetfabric.com slash DMA. That's meetfabric.com slash DMA and meet is spelled M-E-E-T, fabric.com slash DMA. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. So here's the question. This is Haley. I've been listening for a couple of years, and I really enjoy it. Um, I have a few questions about my five-year-old. She's starting kindergarten this fall. I'm also be becoming a big sister a couple months later. So I'm just looking for ideas on how to transition for both of those big events. Um, also needing tips on getting her to wear an eye patch for lazy eye three hours a day when bribing does not work. And also looking for tips on getting her to fall asleep at night on her own instead of having me in there for a couple of hours every night. 
um, any tips you have, that would be great. Thanks. I hear that she's saying she's going to have to do hard things like kindergarten, big sister, and an eye patch for three hours a day, which, you know what? All that is hard. Like, yeah. have you had kids? You know, mm-hmm. I remember with a baby, first baby, it was uh, reflux medicine. Yes. You know, or the things where you're like, mm-hmm. they get some, I don't know, taking antibiotics. That was a beast. Making them do things that they, you know, for ultimately it's for their good. Like the eye patch is for her good ultimately mm-hmm. to fix this condition. Kindergarten, got to go to kindergarten, be able to go to first grade, to be able to go to second. I mean, it's a hard thing. But it's like part of their resiliency yeah. is learning, oh, look what I was able to do. Think of my nephew who had severe allergies. Severe. He is the grittiest kid I know. Because mm. he had to push through feeling real uncomfortable mm-hmm. a lot of his childhood and having to miss out on eating things and having to be concerned about things that most kids don't have to mm-hmm. be concerned about. But I'm telling you what, he's a fighter. He's got a heart of a lion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and everything in you wants to take away the hard for our yeah. kids. Everything in me wants to take away the hard. And yeah. I don't mean maybe, I mean, maybe not. That we don't want to force, like circumstances in life will be hard. We'll walk through hard right. things just naturally. But I think we want to kind of bubble wrap a little bit. Like we don't want them to have to go through things. Right. Yeah. And I think about this, like as as she, as our listeners talking out, sending a kid to kindergarten, I'm just going to say this. I'm going to go out there and just say, there's enough people listening to this podcast, or maybe not after hearing this last few weeks. Maybe nobody's listening. <laughs> if you're still with us in week six. <laughs> You've really bought into welcome this. Welcome to people. We want to yeah. thank you and HelloFresh. <laughs> um, no, but I will say this. One of my kiddos, when I figured out in kindergarten, that we got a call that they were putting him in the reading club, okay? And this is like What's a, a reading club. The reading club is for kids who can't, who are struggling to read, okay? But that sounds positive. Reading oh, club kind of sounds like, oh. It's a club. Like but, it's, it's like special. Well, the teacher called and she's like, listen, we're putting Brett in the reading club. I'm like, I bet you are because he's precious. She's <laughs> like, well, it's for kids who struggle in reading. And I was like, oh, wait, that's not a club we're looking to be in. <laughs> and, but she's like, yeah. you know, let's pull them out. We're going to do a little extra, like, you know. Focused re- attention yes, on right. reading. Okay. okay. So she hangs up and I'm like, well, this is the end. Like this kid like can't read. So he's never going to make it through this school and he's never going to get out through any school definitely no college like we're we're not gonna have a job and so I'm guessing that like at this point we just make him comfortable and like I literally like you guys I'm not a you big went down that path I did and yeah. I'm not usually a spiraler but I spiraled and I mean tears in the eyes I go to pick him up from school I'm like how am I gonna tell him like I hate to tell your five-year-old self this but this is the end <laughs> and so I get there and he comes out of school bubbly jumps in the car happy as can be and he's like best day ever mom I'm like why is that and he's like I, of all the kids in class, got picked for the reading club. And I was like, oh. <laughs> See, they marketed that so well. Right. And you know what I say? Like he said, he explains to me, the teacher said, I get to do this and that. And she, he goes through what the teacher had told him. And I am thinking, thank goodness that teacher got to him before I did. Yeah. Right? Because like doom and right. gloom over here. Yeah, But here's true. what I know Don't now. mom alone. Don't mom alone, people. <laughs> Here's what I know now that I didn't know in the moment. So I've seen this play out at the benefit of now. He's in high school. And by the way, everyone, newsflash, he can read. We're all good here. But it was the beginning of learning some things, some learning differences and some hard places he was going to walk. And I've learned from this, the very hardest places this kiddo 
has walked. The things he's had to go through trying to learn, especially in a school that's academically pretty challenging where we have him. Um, and I have realized that he is now the hardest worker. Every coach that coaches him says this. Every teacher says it. Like, I've never had a grittier, harder working kid, kind of like you were saying earlier. And, and the thing about this, you guys, is the very thing that God was developing in him and creating him to be was the very thing I would have stripped away given any opportunity. Totally. I didn't want him to have a learning difference. I didn't want him to struggle in school. I would have done anything to take that away. And the Lord was using that and creating a kid now that is so empathetic and kind and hardworking. Yes, he has flaws. He's a 16 year old boy, but <laughs> he was creating these things in him that I now see what the Lord is going to use in him. All yeah. of which, if I could have avoided the heart in his life. If I could have stripped that away, I would have done anything. And so that's kind of a bigger example of like, yeah, I know we're talking chores and all this stuff, but that's just how parenting works. Like there's the things that are going to be hard and they're not going to get invited to the party and they're going to not make the team and these hard places and these very hard places so often are the places where God's really making them into who he needs them to be. Yeah. And watching it happen and being the cheerleader instead of the like dooms. Like there. me pulling yeah. up in tears. I mean, goodness. Right? No, I think he he did benefit from his teacher that day and not you. <laughs> <laughs> There's most days that I think my kids have benefited from a teacher and not me, y'all. I think it's, it is our fears. Like we fear, oh my goodness, this, this is going to be too much for this child. And those fears can be felt. I remember <laughs> we were just at spring break. We were at Broken Bow and my son was going to jump across this little part of the water from one thing of rocks to another thing of the rocks. And I start listing off all the things that could go wrong. And he was totally, yes, he was totally fine jumping until I start listing all of the things that could happen. He's like, geez, mom, now I'm like terrified of all those things happening. I'm like, well, (laughs) there you go. That's what I'm here for. I apologize for that. But literally, isn't (laughs) that? But I think, yeah, it's like we, if we're having fears about and in this listener's case, you know, the kindergarten and the big sister and all of that, we need to bring those to God and say, God, I'm concerned about this and find our peace and security there. And we're just speaking life over that child because I have found, you know, I'm not great at words of affirmation. We talked about that in the last episode. I'm not, my husband needs them. It's not my gifting. Mm-hmm. I tend to see what's wrong or what could be wrong, but to put on that the times I've actually spoken life over my boys, mm-hmm. it matters. They rise to the occasion. Yeah. Man, I, you're going to be such a great big sister. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I remember my dad would say that. You are going to be an amazing wife. You are going to be, mm. it's like speaking into the confidence you have before you see any of them doing any of the things. Right. Priscilla Shire does something. She was one time. Oh, her little speech. Yes, she was one time oh, on I tried my it. old podcast and she was so good. She was, but she, uh, talking about that and I think it's been all over her social. But no, she, are you talking about the thing where she would do the speech to her boys? Like as they leave the house. Yeah. She's like, you're not a, you're not a follower. You're a leader. You are blah, blah, blah. You're, you're creative. The t- you're the head, not the tail. You're the, Da-da. all this scripture. Li- literally Heather and I clearly <laughs> don't do this because we can't even come up with what Priscilla's doing. We've got it. We could have nailed. We could have knocked her off at a minimum. Nailed, I think. But she does. She speaks affirmation into her kids before she can see it. It's believing in what you can't see. And and going back for just a second, and 
on my kiddo in the learning difference story. Like what a game changer it would have been if I could have believed forward in what God was doing in his life. I couldn't, I couldn't see it. I was so stuck in the immediacy. But if I could have in those moments believed forward in what God was going Mm -hmm. to do with him, even in the hard, he didn't take it away. He didn't make it easier. It wasn't this like perfect path that I thought parenting and my kids development was going to look like. But I needed to believe forward in what God could do. Mm-hmm. And I, thankfully, am surrounded by some people who can believe forward in the places where I don't do that yeah, well. That's my good. mom, my yeah. friends. And and so I would say the same thing for Priscilla Shire. She's believing forward in it. And in these hard places, these hard things are facing you guys. Like we've got to learn to believe forward in what God's doing. Hey, y'all, summer, unfortunately, is coming to an end, which means a lot of you are ramping up for school. And it's all about making the transition smoother and easier for both you and your little ones. And guess what? Our amazing sponsor, Mr. Penn, has got your back. Mr. Penn is the go-to destination for all your back-to-school essentials, from pens, pencils, and highlighters to notebooks and planners. They've got everything your child needs to conquer the new school year. Mr. Penn was started by a Christian teacher seeing the daily struggles of students and other teachers. They have over 100,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Their products are legit, fun, and so affordable. And they get to your house so quickly. Moms, don't stress about the back-to-school shopping frenzy. Instead, head over to Amazon and buy it quickly, affordably, and easily with Mr. Penn. And if you buy Mr. Penn on Amazon, use the code Heather10MP at checkout and get 10% off your first order. So that one zero is for 10. The MP is for Mr. Pen. So, oh, it rhymes. 10 Mr. Pen. Okay. Heather10MP at checkout and you get 10% off your first order. All right. Where are my employers? I know hiring is a challenge. And maybe you love a challenge but you also would appreciate a hiring partner that helps you rise to the challenge. You need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform that lets you attract, interview, and hire all in one place. You're gonna save hours of time that you would normally spend on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills. Indeed has a powerful hiring platform that helps you do everything you need to do. They streamline hiring with tools that help you find matched candidates. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed data in the U.S. One of the things I love about Indeed is how they offer so many different tools in the hiring process. Things like inviting candidates to apply, which will increase the likelihood that they will apply to your job, They have assessment tools. They also have a place where you can actually perform the interview using their platform. And you only pay for applicants that meet your must-have requirements. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. If you start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit, to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash DMA. 
This offer is good for a limited time. So claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash DMA. Just go to indeed.com slash DMA and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash DMA. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Well, and what I heard in that too is surround yourself with people that believe it for your kids. There's a story where like, (laughs) I remember I made chocolate dipped strawberries for my boys and it was for this surprise like after nap treat. And I felt really good about myself. Like maybe I'd seen it on Pinterest. I felt bad about myself. Yeah, you should feel bad. But the thing, one of my oldest came and he sees them and he goes, well, how many can we have? And I was telling her from the story, I'm like, can you believe that? How ungrateful is this child? (laughs) And I'm like personally offended, right? Mm -hmm. Like still, this was days later. I'm still offended. She's like, oh, it just sounds like he's a planner. Mm. Oh, Mm. okay. So sometimes we need to have the people around us who see things in our kids that we're forgetting or when we hit those teen years and we're, you know, feeling real bleak Mm -hmm. about how God could redeem any of it that we, you know, with the gold chains and the cherry bomb you know, exhaust right. that we need people right. who are like, oh, but I see, you mm-hmm. know, coaches that say, oh, I see him working really hard or, you know, they get some award that you're like not expecting. <laughs> like, oh. Cynthia and I were sitting in these awards, you know, we, just recently, our kids have been going to school together, but we have just recently found each other as moms because I'm, I'm never up there. I don't have to be. Oh, I've been totally momming alone. <laughs> If it were up to Heather McFadden, because she's never up there, so I've mommed alone. So she sees my child win an award and texts me, are you here at the awards? It's like, as my child's on stage. I'm mm-hmm. like, I hope so, because yes. I'm going to really here. call you out if you're not here for the award. I'm here. And then with it, the next award was your child. And uh, I think that I took video of you. Yes. Watching my kid get the award. <laughs> That's my favorite thing, though, at awards is to film the parents, their faces. See what they're doing. Yeah. And this wasn't a beaming moment for me. Like, <laughs> as, as you're listening to this and you're like, great, we're so glad your kids got these great awards. No, I, award ceremony you. are the most, it's really hard to say. Let me through. tell you about the award yeah. ceremony. So this was the department awards. And at, at our mm-hmm. school, department awards are a big deal. And so department awards in the school. And it's like. The, it's like English, history, three, yes. math, and the academics. Picks and. The academic ones. And then there's a few that go to the, what's it, what's it called? Like not arts extra, and arts and crafts arts and, is what I'm thinking, arts but it's not crafts, right. Whatever. Fine arts, arts. Fine arts. Thank you. My high school son is in the band. Okay. He's on the drum line. He does not like to be in the band. He, uh, he's says, also a baseball player and a he's football a player. He's a baseball and a football player and he's total dude. And the band is just not his thing. Now I can say that everyone who's like offended, they're like, what's wrong with the band? I was in the band, Heather McFadden. What did you play? Excuse me. I play the clarinet and <laughs> I don't. See, that's not a punchline. <laughs> See, that's why people don't it. like you. Don't like you guys that make fun of the band. I was I, like me. I let's just pull that. You know, Rachel, pull. That's why people don't like you. Just pull that <laughs> as a promo for the show. That's why people don't like you, Heather? Because you laugh. Oh, I was me first as, sure, a, as a representation of people mocking people who the band. Laugh at the band. Okay, I, I was a drama girl. I was a drama nerd. Nobody so laughs at that like they do the band. I had a people plume. totally do. They're the emos. That that is not a cool thing to be okay. in drama. And so here's my well, child. To the band kid, it was. My child won for drama. Your child won for band. Look at us. Our prodigy. Our ceiling is, <sighs> is so. 
Okay, I had a plume and I marched in the band with a clarinet. So everyone, wait, you had a plume? Do you know what a plume is? It's a thing uh, it goes in your hat. Please, everyone, please DM Heather McFadden. What? How high with was a picture this of your plume? plume? I don't know. I cannot recall the. Is it different heights for how important you were in the band? Surely. So my son get we get the notification that he gets a department award. They don't tell you which one. They don't though. tell you which one. And so my husband and I are like, hmm. I can't think of a, a class where he outscored everybody. <laughs> like, what could that be? So most improved. Most improved. Now, my son does not enjoy the band, and I could use stronger wording, but he does not enjoy the band. And he says he's not in the band; he's just on the drum line. The drum, the drum line's cool. cool. Yeah, and they're yeah. in the pep rallies, and they're doing oh, all yeah. things. And they go to other schools. Yeah, they like go to my other kids, schools. my younger kids' schools. Yes, you are. Even high schooler the, school will send their drum line to the younger school. It's yeah. like. It's a world thing. fame. And even famous. on the football field, like he at halftime, like goes on the drum line in his football uniform. Oh, super so cool. it's, we go to small school people. Okay. So anyway, but he's not big on the band. So I'm thinking, oh, if he got the band award, like this would be kind of funny, right? Because he's begging to quit the band. And so they call out and they had the choir teacher calls out the award and she just has a little bit of a mistake in how she announces it, but it's the very first award. And she's like, the first band award is for the jazz saxophone or clarinet player, Brett Yanoff. <laughs> he didn't play any jazz, much less the sax or the clarinet. Not that anything's wrong with the clarinet. The clarinet's the best one. Thanks. And so his face, he goes up there and I mean, he was gracious, but he's standing there. And I tried husband, to get a good picture, but it was rolling. like he was looked mad in every picture. His we're arms were rolling. Cross. Like we're rolling. We're like, yes. yes. Humble pie, Brett Yanoff. You just got called up in front of all of your peers for the jazz clarinet and saxophone award. But he didn't. And your kid got called up for drama. And pe- the kids were going nuts. They loved him because he killed it in this last play. And you know what? He, because of this, the same thing of like what the kids think about. Yep. The culture at our school, not a, not a big fan of. Um, and I think it's more just related I am. across the board. Oh, well, as far as... As far as this aspect, that there's a very narrow, mm-hmm. you know what, you you can't do these things. It's a social suicide is what I've heard. If yes. you do these certain things, it's a social suicide. And so in his mind, doing drama was social suicide. So he wouldn't try out freshman year, sophomore mm-hmm. year. I'm like, dude, one of the reasons we picked the school is their amazing theater department. Like really yeah. well known for the shows that they put on. So when he comes into the kitchen and is like, I think I'm going to audition. I was like, oh. And he was the lead, right? Play it cool. Play it cool. Yeah. Yeah. Totally got the lead. Like auditioned and then last person to sign up. Like actually was headed to his car. Forgets, goes back. I think we said this in another show. But whatever. All that to say, it was good for him to be recognized for something that was maybe not like he's wired and gifted in that, but hard to do in that it was like a brave thing to do. It was like a stepping outside of what everyone else is doing. And I think – our kids will, whether it's hard academics, whether it's hard physical, whether it's hard stretching in a season of, you know, they all went through COVID together, right? Mm-hmm. Like this was hard, whatever season and stage you were in, helping our kids by not focusing on like their happiness, but on speaking life. And we'll mm-hmm. connect to that Priscilla Schreier talk because it's real inspirational. Really I know good. we really we sold had, it. You should have had her. Why am I here? You should have Priscilla. <laughs> I, I mean, you I got stuck with Cynthia. Yeah, I yeah. love a good Priscilla. Well, and here's the other thing I'd say just as parents too. Can I just step back for a minute? And yeah. I'm just going to speak it to myself really more than anyone, but all of you, let's listen and think about this for a moment. With there's more than one way to the top for our kids. Mm-hmm. And we we tend to buy into this whole idea that, you know, you have to do everything a certain way. And, and I, I just want to say, like, it doesn't have to be 
whatever yeah. sports or track yeah. or has whatever like there's a more than one way to top and God's developing that in our kids and so we need to not only celebrate it in our kids when they're doing the hard stuff when they're doing the things that may be considered social suicide whatever let's celebrate that in our kids but I'm going to take a step further and say let's celebrate in someone else's kid like yeah, when we see our friends fan. kids that are doing things that are the hard things the unorthodox things yeah did you just snap yeah I'm a big fan I thought I was in Girl Scouts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like let's start celebrating kids that are yeah. getting to the top a different way. And and that may yeah. be in the places that don't look, um, maybe they don't look as successful. Maybe they don't have the best grades or the best whatever, but they're really, they're really outside of themselves and doing really well in choir. Or they're, you know, are we celebrating the kid who's getting up and just doing their quiet time? Are we celebrating the kid yeah, who's or, sending yeah. the text? Like, yes. I'm praying for you. Like, yes. The no. non-sexy things. Yes. Like that don't often get the awards on the stage. Right. It's not Instagrammable. Mm-hmm. It's not picture worthy. I mean, there's nothing I hate. I wrote an article one time on like to the mom whose kid didn't make the honor society. Like the end mm-hmm. of the school year when everybody's getting the awards, there's a uh, 90% of us moms and dads, our kids aren't getting the awards. And sometimes they are getting the award and it's not the award <laughs> they wanted. Right. Yeah. But like that's, yeah. it still no, matters. It matters. And I think yeah. if you have a child with neurodivergence, I think that what mm-hmm. goes unseen is they will only get attention for when they struggle to regulate they don't get all the accolades for regulating for a majority of the day and all of the extra energy and work it takes to show up to school Mm -hmm. like i think that's going to get passed over left and right like the coach is not going to notice that just being on that field is taking a lot of recruitment and a lot of work they're going to notice when the child goes into shutdown or is getting Mm -hmm. silly it's like can yeah can we recognize and know kids well enough to see, wow, I knew that was hard for you. Way to go. And and you did it. And you're capable of doing a lot. Yeah. And that. so netting it out, right? Like, yeah. l- let them do the hard things. Make them do the hard times things a lot of times when yeah. they're younger. Like, get them used to being comfortable with being uncomfortable. But then let's cheer them on. Like, let's celebrate it. I needed yeah. to celebrate the reading club all those years <laughs> ago because, like, he's better for it. And I yeah. needed to. And I Did you tell friends he was in the reading club or were you embarrassed? Like, as we're saying, we need to cheer on each other's in kids. In the moment. That requires think. vulnerability of sharing. Man, this is really hard for my kid right now. No, I don't think I did share it. I think I was embarrassed. I yeah. mean, I was worried about it. What's that going to look like? And yeah. all the things. But- like, my, my child bit someone. Am I going to share that with my friend? I don't know. I don't think back then I would have. Right. And even now, like, with teen stuff, it's like, there's a few people. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like the vulnerability with certain people. So as I want them to celebrate, I know there are people that love my kids and they're for their success. And so walking alongside with them. It matters. It's it matters. Yeah. It matters. Yeah. Hey, thanks for doing this six week series with me. We did six weeks. Amazing. We mentored. I don't know. I feel like that's <laughs> overstating it. I think we provided a good perspective and, and laughter. And we what- showed up. We <laughs> One time we even recorded one and we didn't, uh, and I say we, there's like, not a, <clears throat> someone didn't record it. And so once we did, one we did, it was, it was really. It was really good. And then we only got Cynthia's half. So she's going to put that on her podcast. Just her <laughs> just half. me without other. But thank you for having me. This oh, has been so fun hey. to get to do this with you. Yeah, and, and congrats on Mesmerized. Thank you. It's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Y'all go best. listen. Don't, don't go listen to that one instead of mine. But No, like, we're going to listen to both because you guys to both. have time. Totally. You're going to start with Don't Mom Alone and you're going to think you know what I, I felt like a mom alone once or twice I'm going to mesmerize too <laughs> thanks friend all right bye thanks y'all again for joining us and for sharing this episode with your friends I've noticed that many people with this series have connected with what we've talked about and not only that but 
shared with friends. And I am always encouraged when I see that online or when I hear about it. Stay tuned too. Cynthia and I really have enjoyed working together. And so we hope this isn't the end of our partnership. Don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but you know, if you're subscribed to my show, I'm sure I will let you know. Uh, If you want to get my Tuesday notes, just go to olaheather.com. Ola starts with an H like Heather, and you can sign up there, and I will send you a little note each week with some things I'm thinking about, a link to the show, and what I'm loving, whether it's food, whether it's something fun on Amazon, or just an activity, or a movie, or a paint-by-number set. Uh, I'm going to pray over us and pray over this whole parenting journey. Lord, I know that in my own heart and mind, I desire to do this job well, that I want to steward this responsibility well. And I want your children to know you, to seek you, to use their gifts for your glory. And I also know, Lord, that I can get real discouraged when it seems like I've failed, when it seems like we're not on the path that I thought we would be at, when reality falls short of my expectations. And so, Lord, I hope for each person who's listening, who's there right now, who uh, feels like they messed up, that they could bring that to you, God, that they could surrender those ideals or those expectations, and that they could lean into your grace and your forgiveness. But more than that, Lord, that they could see your redemption, that you are at work at all times, that they would be encouraged by that. I pray that they would be drawn to community and reminded that we are all doing the best that we can and um, need one another to lift each other up. I thank you, Lord, for this gift you've given us to be parents and empower us to be led by you each day in our interactions and our decisions. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, y'all, see you back here next week. I will have some new interviews with fun people. My friend Allie Worthington is coming on the show. So adios. Have a great week.